Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome to another episode of Kimboology. Back to the bullshit. That's right. It's Kimbo here, aka the Blasian Sensation, aka the Traveling Chafing Queen, aka Kimbolina, aka Daughter of Pudgeonot, aka Slayer of Poles, aka Mother of Georgie, aka Sexy Stir Fry, aka Captain Planet. She's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero, aka Miss Pussy Control, aka The Hustlin' Hussy, aka Twerking on Your Daddy's Couch. AKA, yes, my middle name is spelled wrong. AKA, Kimbo of all trades because she can do it all. AKA, the, the non. I can't speak. Oh my God. Fucked it all up. AKA, the nomadic nympho. AKA, heels bigger than your dick. AKA, platter pussy. Yes. Cue the horns. Have you. Wow. I cannot fucking talk today. This is the way the episode's gonna be, guys. <laughs> Me uh, fucking talking all over myself. Uh, yeah, I, you know what it is though? I took a edible right now and I'm kind of waiting for it to kick in. So I'm a little scared. I don't know what you guys are in for. Um, I took half of it. Um, it was this delicious, delicious, like the flavor was called birthday cake. Um, it's by nature's grace. If you don't know that, you know, brand shout them out. What's up? Uh, delicious. So good, but it's always dangerous when an edible tastes really fucking good. Because then you want to eat the whole shit and then you're going to be too high. And then you have that feeling where like, oh, bitch, I'm too high right now. Like, I need to jump in the shower real quick and look like relax in here for a little bit. So, um, so yeah, I'm, tr- I'm just waiting for it to kick in. But I took half. So maybe that's why I can't speak. Um, hi, guys. Welcome back. Uh, this is episode 28. That's right. Episode 28. Bente ocho. Nung song sao si ha hok jet bet. Yisit bet. Yisit bet. That's 28 in Thai. Hi-ya! Or 28 is 28 in Spanish. Yes. I really need to learn some more languages so I can uh, do a little bit more than just Thai and Spanish to you guys. But that's all I know because those are the languages I know. So, hi guys. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to you guys for you guys to tune, tune in. Um, I got some really bit good feedback today uh, from a listener and it really made me happy. Uh, so shout out to you. You uh, you slid in my DMs on Instagram and it really made me feel good. You know, she was just basically like, oh my God, I discovered your podcast. It's fucking hilarious. You're doing a great job. Love it. So keep at it. And I was like, yes. Like, and you know what, guys? That really helps because it assures me that I'm just not here sitting here talking to myself and my cat and that I actually have people that are interested in what I'm talking about. So yeah, let me know. I, I really love it. Just send those emails Slide in my DMs on Instagram. Uh, what else? Oh my God, I have more platforms than this. Wow, I can't fucking think. This is probably the edible. It's got to be the edible. Um, yeah, any way you want to just like reach out to me, please do. Oh, most importantly, fucking follow me and subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts and leave me a comment and rate my, my podcast, please, because you guys, that helps so much. So if you guys haven't already, if you guys listen every week, trust me, and I know what you guys are thinking. I mean, I, I've been there, guys. I have so many podcasts that I'm obsessed with that I love, and I'm just like, ugh, I got to subscribe them. Oh, fuck, I forgot to subscribe. Like, let me just go do that real quick. Like, please do. Please just give, like, put, push pause right now. Go on Apple Podcasts. Leave a, leave a rating. Even if it's not five stars, if you only me a one star, that's fine, too. I just want to know what the fuck I want feedback, you know? And leave me a little comment. And, yeah, just do that real quick. Do it for your girl. I'd appreciate that. So, 
Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, this week, guys. I have a guest on. He's joining me later. He's a good friend of mine named Christian. Uh, we both stand the show Broad City. So this is going to be a Broad City appreciation episode later on. Uh, just me and him. Uh, I was high boots, so I w- couldn't talk. I couldn't remember shit. Uh, so bear with us. Uh, we are not professional reviewers by any means, but if you love the show Broad City, I think you'll still enjoy it anyways. Um, but we struggled through it because uh, definitely was high. So um, so that's going to join. That's going to be later on in the episode. But before we do that, you know how we do right here in these Kimboology streets. We're going to do sexy sustainability. Yeah, guys, and sexy sustainability this week, I want to shout out H&M again. Uh, H&M, I've shouted out before on sexy sustainability. They're killing it in the sustainability game. I think it was like, I think it was like uh, earlier, like a few episodes ago, I shouted them out because on my on my receipt, it said something like they would give like discounts if you brought in old clothing or something like that. So um, shout out to them again, because I just read this article from vegnews.com that they are getting vegan cactus leather that is coming to H&M. So basically, uh, they're killing it. So they're, it says a, a vegan cactus uh, leather made by Mexican entrepreneurs, um, Adrian Lopez Velarde and Martin Casares. Um, they basically invented this uh, bio-based yarn-derived renewable castor oil. And I guess they use those pieces and they make this um, this vegan cactus leather, it looks like. Um, I'm just reading it right now. Uh, yeah, they have leather-free fashion at H&M. In the recent years, the multinational retailer has explored a number of plant-based alternatives to environmentally damaging an- animal-derived materials. In 2019, H&M partnered with several textile innovators, including pineapple-based le- uh, leather brand, Oh, Pinatex. Cute. Ooh, maybe they'll be on the show too for sex sustainability later. I'm going to research them. Um, and vegan silk producer, uh, Orange Fiber. Another company. Sickening. All right, cute. Um, to develop the new collection that features jackets with vegan leather accents and matching skirts and boots, vegan silk corset tops, and of course, uh, why did I say of course? That's not what it says. It says also bold animal pieces and prints. Um, so yeah, uh, they said a vegan leather made in Italy, they make this, oh wait, no, this is, they, they basically in, um, started this one vegan leather made in Italy from waste by byproducts of the wine industry. Oh, that's sickening. Cute. I love that. Um, cause you know, Italians be drinking that wine, honey. So yeah, they have all those byproducts from that. And so they invented this vegan leather. Isn't that cool? So yeah, guys, shout out to H&M. They are this week's sexy sustainability um love this company down because this is not the only this is the second time they've shown up on uh on sexy sustainability so yeah i'm really really excited for this um uh, i do like h&m i need to shop there more i haven't gone there in a little bit it's because it's funny because it's like certain malls that i go to like they like if they have it there i'll stop in um but yeah i haven't you know gone to a mall in like fucking forever so yeah that's probably why um, cause I don't just like go all online to a H&M, but you know what? Maybe now I will just to like give them some support. Um, I always want to patronize companies that are doing good for this world. So I'm giving them a little coin, give them a little cashola. 
Um, so yeah, hit up H&M guys, buy some stuff there. They're doing great. So yeah, that's it. Um, and then let's see, let's dive right on in into the recycling of the news. Number motherfucking one being, you guys, we have to address, have to, have to, have to address on Kimboology the horrible uh, attack that was um, in Atlanta on the spas. So in Atlanta, this was like, you know, a week ago or so, um, a gunman killed eight people at three different spas in, in Atlanta. And basically this nigga was fucking targeting Asian people of course, because he went to all these different spots, these Asian spas. Um, yeah, and he just gunned, like, killed eight people, gunned down these these spas. Um, what's this motherfucker's name? You know what? Fuck him. It says here, right now the families of the victims and supporters. Oh, this is according to 11alive.com. This is an article I pulled up. Um, so ap- apparently they did, they did arrest somebody. They have a suspect... Um, Let's see. The charges of the suspect, suspect is Robert Aaron Long. Uh, a court date hasn't been set yet for Long, but um, yeah, they're just kind of like getting him into the works. I guess. I guess he's been convicted, or he is. Um, he's a sus. It says it still says suspect um, of the eight killings. So I guess he is um, under arrest, but it's still it's just. I don't know if it's actually gone through. I guess he has to go through trial and get you know all that shit. Uh, but he's twenty one. I'm looking at this nigga in the face right now in this picture. He looks like your run-of-the-mill white boy, beard, long hair, Trump supporting QAnons, believe in conspiracy theory, supporting ass nigga. So fuck him, okay? Um, but yeah, I did want to address that, and then um, yeah, it, I just wanted to give the names. Um, I will put this in the show notes, this article. But um, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. You know what? Let me not do that. I'm not. I don't want to say the names of the people that passed away because I will fucking butcher their names because it's all really hard. Um, like, you know, you can imagine there's some, um, they have some very, it looks like they might be Vietnamese because I, I definitely see a lot of Vietnamese. I see some, some, some sun and some, some you and some, yeah. So I just don't want to fuck it up, but um, rest in peace to them. And I just wanted just to address this because I am Asian. My mother is Thai. Um, so, you know, and my, my, you know, my best friend, you know, Senya, she reached out to me and she was like, you know what? I wanted to talk about this on the show for briefly just to address it because I think it is important because I feel like if this doesn't really pertain to you, you don't really under, you don't know that Asian people go through discriminate discriminations as well. Um, I'm half Asian. I'm half black. So <laughs> I get it both. You know, I grew up with an Asian mother. She's from Thailand. She's born there. You know, Thai was her first language. She has a really thick accent, you know. Um, So growing up, you know, my mom always got the, I can't, what? I can't understand you. You know, like, I can't understand your language. You know, I can't understand your, I mean, I'm your accent. Like, people were always very rude to her about her, you know, not understanding her and just getting really frustrated. And she would get frustrated, you know. I remember many times being a little girl, like, having to explain to people, like, what my mother's saying. Be like, she's saying this, you know, whatever. And it's like, you know... My my friend, you know, she reached out to me. She's like, you know, I don't feel like I'm seeing the same sort of support for um, stop Asian hate that I do, you know, BL, for BLM, you know, for Black Lives Matter, you know. And I wanted to just say that, you know, and I was telling her, I was like, you know what, just because 
this news of this Asian hate might be new to you. It's not new to the community. Yes, this coronavirus and the COVID pandemic has made it a lot worse for the Asian community, but Asians have always had discrimination and prejudice towards them too. You know what I mean? So that's something that um, yes, it's getting a lot of light now, but you know, when she was like, did you, is your mom, th- mom mad? I'm like, girl, my mom's Asian. You know, she's lived this shit her whole life. Just like I'm a black woman. I've lived being black woman my whole life. You know what I mean? Like, this is not new to us. You know what I mean? It might be new to you because it's, you know, you know, thankfully because of social media now and, um, you know, you people have platforms now to, t- to speak about it. You know, this is getting a little bit more, um, you know, it's getting more light to the situation, but this is something that Asian people always go through. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, shit, you know, it's just like what happened when the fucking coronavirus really hit in in Chicago? You know, that's where I'm at. Um, there's a Chinatown area and that shit was like decimate. Like there was nobody there. Nobody was shopping there because in the beginning people were ignorant as fuck and think they, they thought that they could get coronavirus from or COVID-19 from going and eating at, you know, Chinatown, you know? So it was fucked up, you know? It's just a lot of the stupid, ignorant shit that people just have, like, they, you know? Um, yeah, I was listening to a podcast, and there, were, there was this one Asian man that, like, made a statement, like, talking about his, his wife. You know, she's an Asian woman, and she would be running. She's, like, a runner, so she was running on the street, and basically this car came out of nowhere and like she was on the on the shoulder like she was on the side she wasn't like running in the middle of the, of the road or anything but the, this car drove up and was like you need to move over you need to move over you shouldn't be running in the sh- over here like in the sh- in the street like this and she was like what the fuck and you know what this nigga did this nigga ended up running her down with his car right and she he like ran into her and like fucking hit her and she was like ow you're fucking hitting me like stop and you know what this nigga did again he fucking backed up. He hit her again. So um, I don't know like exactly like who, like the names and everything. This is just like one of those stories I heard on like one of the podcasts I listened to. But basically, the the man's story said that like they took this 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 story. They took it to trial, and instead of you know that guy that fucking ran her down and tried to kill her with his car, he he got like instead of it being like a hate crime and literally trying to like going to jail for attempted murder, he only got like. A, a little slap on the wrist with like reckless driving like oh you got in reckless driving like a little you know that's it oh he was you know driving recklessly instead of literally you know charging him for the attempted murder you have a ton like two ton five ton whatever the how how heavy cars are that is a fucking that is a murder like a weapon okay you fucking drove it into that bitch you tried to kill her no of course that wasn't the that wasn't the um you know, they didn't, they didn't convict him of that. They just convicted him of like reckless driving. So, you know, it just goes to show you, you know, the bullshit, you know, that people of color just go through, you know, and I understand that, um, you know, if you don't feel the same sort of like passion, you know, towards it, I don't ever want to criticize people for where they're at when it comes to protesting or how they, um, you know, like, if like, like, you know, like I don't go over, I don't go up to black people. Like, did you go to the protest? Did you go to the black lives protest this? You know, like, Oh, why didn't you never, I'm never going to do that. I don't know where people are at. Everyone's at a different place. We all go through our own struggles. If you want to, um, if you don't want to like protest, that's fine. If you don't want to be an activist, that's fine. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking condemn you at all because you know why I don't black being black in America is enough. That's that's kind of where I'm at at that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the activists that are out there, you know, holding it down, protesting, you know, doing this work for us in that sense. Um, I'm not going to call myself like an like a working activist. I have this pl- platform and I have this podcast. Yes, I'm very pa- passionate about 
um, you know, the racial injustice and shit like that, you know, but when it comes to like me going out there physically protesting, no, I actually, I've gone on a handful of protests, but like when it came to like recent, as of recent, no, but that's my choice. You know what I'm saying? I live black every day. You know, I'm a black woman. Yes, I'm Blasian and I'm half Asian, but as when, when, you know, the, that whole one drop rule, if you look at me, you see a black woman. So that's what I identify with. You know, I, I definitely identify as a Blasian woman, but people don't know that people don't see that right away. So I don't usually, I mean, I'm a black woman. I identify that way, you know, but um, I just wanted to address it because I just wanted to make it very clear that, you know, we all shouldn't be pitting each other. Like my, you know, I, you know, my, my, my group or my, you know, people are being subjugated and, you know, mistreated worse than yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, oh, the Jewish people, you guys had the Holocaust. Well, we were well, black people. Oh, well, we were slaves. Like we shouldn't have to like compare our, you know, our horrors from white supremacy. What we really should do as a pe- of people, excuse me, and people of people of color is we should all be banding together and fighting white supremacy because that's really the fucking problem. You know what I mean? And it's a fucking shame that because of white supremacy, uh, people of color feel like we have to compare our trials and tribulations when it comes to like, you know, racism and prejudice from, you know, this from, you know, from racists or whatever. Uh, we're all subject. We're, we're all, you know, we're all we are all the victims of white supremacy. If we're a person of color, like they don't like none of us. OK, so like black, Asian, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, you know, whatever have you, you know, African, you know, you know I, whatever, Indian, I, Native American, indigenous people, we all need to band together as one and fight white supremacy, white supremacy together. So um, comparing, you know, stop Asian hate to Black Lives Matter, I don't think that's very conducive to, and it, I don't think it's very helpful to the cause. So I don't want to do that. So I just want to push that out there and, and just kind of speak about it. That's my opinion on that. Um, Whatever you want to do to support, you know, obviously, you know, it's fuck white supremacy. It's fuck this asshole for fucking gunning down innocent people in a spot. Like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the bigger issue here is white supremacy. We need to fucking stop, you know, putting people of color against each other. You know what I'm saying? Or comparing or, you know, because I don't think that's helpful. You know what I mean? And, you know, thank you so much for everyone that supports, you know, anything. Repost things, has these hard conversations because... You know, that's what this is all about. You know what I'm saying? White people, white allies out there that, that are for us, we're, you guys are the ones that can really help. You guys can have these tough conversations with people, you know, with your family members, your friends, you know, that might not see it for that. Might, they might think the opposite. They might be racist. You know what I mean? We need you guys to talk to your, your peers because that's what's going to help is opening their eyes. So I just want to talk about that briefly. I don't want to like be too preachy on y'all but yeah but that's just something I just definitely wanted to address today because that's you guys let's not let's not hate each other let's fucking fuck white fuck white supremacy 1000 percent oh fuck capitalism fuck all that shit yeah oh yeah and then about that the stimmies yeah thank you so much government American government you know, for the fucking stimulus checks, but we all know what's going to, what's going to happen. Those stimulus checks. Shit. I watched it. Half you niggas spent it on weed. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, you know, and that, what does that go? That shit goes right back into the white man's pocket. You know what I mean? So it's like, there was this like article that I like, or this meme that I posted on my, like, you know, my like, uh, Kimbology podcast, Instagram. And it was like, where it was like two people standing and, you know, and there was like this one man like giving out the stimulus and then the, the other like smaller guy, 
you know, obviously like, you know, poorer people were just pouring it right back into the capitalism and into the white man's pocket. So it's like, yeah, that stimulus was great. But at the same time, you know, if we could take that money and really make it really make it worth something, let's take that money guys and support black and brown businesses. You know what I mean? Let's not go on Amazon and go high and go crazy. You know, let's just, let's just really think about where, where our dollars are going, where our cash flow is going and make it make a difference. Because honestly, we could, we could, if we really tried, you know what I mean? Yes. It might mean paying a little more for a smaller local business. Maybe it may, it may mean, you know, you have to wait a little longer for shipping, but I think right now that we, those are some sacrifices we can make as people to, to make a, you know, to make a bigger impact because honestly, that's the problem here is like, we keep funding all this shit. Capitalism is, is real. Like we're all just fucking giving our money right back to that fucking big fat white cat, you know, big old uncle Sam, like it's all going to like the, the Jeff Bezos's, you know, and the Trump's and the fucking Wal- Sam Walton's are from Walmart. It's all going to these rich ass white motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? We need to make our money make a difference. So support smaller businesses, support, like do some research, do some Googling, you know, find out what, where your money's going and who's at the top of it. Cause then that's something you can really do is make a difference by, you know, patronizing, better companies, you know? So I just want to say that too. Um, but yeah, it looks like in Chicagoland area, um, I know it's about to be litty titty kitty in the streets in the summertime. Summertime's just around the corner. Um, I did, according to my, you know, my number, like one of my number one sources, you know, Chicago's NPR news station, WBEZ, uh, they said experts described that what a return to normal could look like. Um, and it looks like they're going to be bringing back some of those uh, outdoor activities, like festivals, maybe some concerts, things like that. But they are concerned about the cases going up for for COVID. Um, but vaccinations are still, you know, being pushed and being pushed. Um, but it looks like, according to this article, too, which is some bullshit, that a vast majority of those vaccines in Illinois are still going to white residents. So big surprise there. Um, yeah, so they're, they're getting all the fucking, um, vaccine shots. Uh, looks like it says 68% of shots have gone to white residents. About 8% of vaccines have gone to black residents, nine and a half percent going to Latinx and 5% going to Asian residents. So yeah. Um, it could also be that like people of color just scared and don't want to go get the vaccine with, and that, if that's the case and you're just choosing not to, I kind of understand that too. Cause I'm still like eh, about it too, but I, I want to get it. I've been trying to get an appointment, um, because I do want to go and do some traveling and things like that. Cause I miss it. So I would like to do that so that way I can feel better and safe. Um, but it's hard to get an appointment. So I, I still haven't got my first shot or a shot in general, but I'm trying. My mom got it today. She got her first shot today. I have a few friends that have. My sister's gotten her shot or her first shot. So some people are. So it's it's getting around. But um, yeah, we're trying. We can only do so much. So like I can I can I check every day to see if I can get into an appointment. So there's only so much I can do, right? Um, also, former President Cheeto, fuck him. He wants to start his own social media network because his ass is still censored all around the socials. So yeah. I mean, he got money, so he'd probably make his own little whatever fucking, you know, Trump, I don't know, like a Trump book or some bullshit. Oh, God. You know, he'll have people fucking people stand him. So I'm like, whatever. He can have his fucking crazy supporters, but fuck him all day. 
Um, he's just mad because he's uh, being censored and because he's an asshole. So, so there's that. So that nigga's trying to come back to social media by making his own so- social media platform. Oh, the privilege. Look, can you imagine? It's like, oh my God, I get banned from all the social media. I'll just make my own social media. The fuck? White privilege, man. Fuck out of here. Anyways, um, you know what? I think I might be done talking to y'all right now. I think that's everything that I wanted to speak on. Oh my God. First of all, I'm super fucking excited for the verses coming up. That's uh, the, Isley Brothers, the Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind and Fire. Oh my God. My inner auntie is so happy. I can't wait. That's going to be an auntie fest down. I'm so mad I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at work. So I'm just going to be at work listening to the fucking, you know, verses. <laughs> it's going to be lit. So if anyone's going to be tuning into the verses, it's on Easter Sunday. It's the Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind and Fire. I'm so fucking excited. Um, oh, let me just shout out uh, Ken Jones. Ken Jung, he did donate 50k though to that family that got um the, with the the families of the Atlanta shooting. So he if you don't know who Kim uh Ken Jung is, he's a hilarious comedian. He's Asian, he's funny as fuck. Um he's he was in um The Hangover. He was the naked, you know, Asian dude with the small dick um uh, with the micro penis. Um yeah, he he fucking donated $50,000 to these families. So shout out to him. I just wanted to call him out too cuz he's awesome. He's really funny. His story is really funny because he actually was it started his career as a doctor, a physician. So, but then he actually went into acting and being a comedian. So he went from doctor, real life doctor, to playing a doctor on TV and being a comedian. So that was really cool. So, shout out to Ken, love him down. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm gonna stop talking because I want to get to the episode. Uh, me and Christian had fun doing this episode with for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, Christian's going to join us for the Broad City Appreciation. I can't speak. Fucking edibles. Broad City Appreciation episode. We'll be right back. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. excited now i have my friend christian on now say hi christian what up world what up kimbo <laughs> good to see you right to kimboology listeners out there yes yeah kimboology listeners what is up christian you're also a kimboology listener so you'll shout out to you yeah man i'm a super stan i got your <laughs> little patch on my jean jacket yes you know, so we stand, we stand, yes. For Keep sure, alive. for sure. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining. Um, if you guys are watching on our visuals on YouTube, uh, Christian has the perfect background for this episode. <laughs> literally, literally. Uh, you guys, this is the Broad City Appreciation episode. <laughs> 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 
And I did not know anyone better that to do this episode with than my friend Christian. We both love this show so much. Um, we both, you know, enjoy their uh, activities. Let's just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> activities yep, yep. and activities. <laughs> uh, but his background is dope as fuck. Because it, it, it honestly, like, so what? How did you get the background, Christian? So just getting ready for the episode, I googled Broad City and looked at images and was scrolling through it. And I remembered that this was actually part of one of the episodes where uh, they took shrooms. And this was like visuals that one of the artists did. Is it weird my nipples are sore? No, that is perfectly normal. Mine are bleeding. I really think, I mean, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to, you know, obviously, like, Abby, like, if this isn't your, because she's an illustrator in real life. So Abby Jacobson, one of the, she's, uh, you know, on the show and she's one of the writers of the show. And she actually is an illustrator, like, professionally. So that's what she does. That dead ass looks like she drew that, though. Like, it does. I'm pretty sure. Hey, yeah. if you're watching this, listening to this, shout it out. <laughs> right, we're right. Wrong, Abby, you know, but, you know <laughs> if, if, if we're right, please send us one so we can post it on our wall for real. You know Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't cover us. Oh, it's so, it's perfect. It's perfect, bro. It's perfect. Well, Christian is just a good friend of mine. Um, he also is married. He's the husband of another one of my homegirls. Shout out to Vanessa. Um, and yeah, we just both stand the show so much. So we're going to talk about Broad City. So if you guys don't watch Broad City, go now and watch it. It's on Hulu, right? It's on if you, Comedy Central. If you're bougie, you might have the Hulu without the commercials, but if you're not, stick through it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Get to them commercials, right? Get to them right, commercials. right. <laughs> I live. I, I mean, I don't have the commercials. I guess I'm a little bougie, you know? Bougie. Ooh. It keeps yeah. me humble knowing that commercials are still around. It's still a thing, you know? Okay. I mean? Humble yourself. <laughs> humble yourself. <laughs> well, let's start. I mean, okay. So, I don't know. I don't even know. Do, should we go in order, Christian? Or should we just like kind of like whatever? Fuck it. Like, just, let's just do whatever. Right? I mean, right? let's wing it. <laughs> let's fucking wing it, right? Yeah. I mean, we. I, I, literally, I literally have like the uh, Comedy Central like uh, page up to like reference like episodes and shit. And since you do, since we did talk about that episode, um, with the with the trippy, like that one episode, you guys, it's the one episode where she's like, they take shrooms and then they like, literally the whole episode is an illustration. And then her um, her boss, her boss like made her go in and do a run an errand. Yes, high as fuck, and she was like freaking out. And then she ended up killing her cat. The she ended up killing yep. her boss's cat. Yo. Yo. She tried to get a new one or some shit. And, oh, my God. Dude, that shit was fucking hilarious. Yo, but think about it. When when you were that age, I think they were about like 26 maybe when they were doing that show. And think about all the crazy shit you did with your friends at that age. Just like out on a whim, like you calling off work and doing shrooms. Like, come on. Like, when... Right. Dude, like who fucking does that? Oh, <laughs> the thing—the funny thing is, Christian, and this is something that because I used—I think I was like reading an art. Oh no, I think I watched something like a, a special about the last episode of the show. They mm-hmm. were grown. They were actually like, sw- like in the Broad City, like because okay, so Broad City guys was started as a web series originally. Um, so it's by it's a, it was an American TV sitcom um, 
by Alana Glazer. She's like the Jewish with the curly hair that our friend Senya looks exactly like and everything. Yep, like everyone yep. thinks that our friend Senya, Senya was on the show before prior. Uh, she was the uh, Confessions of a Traveling Queen. She always gets that she is Alana Glazer. She could be her stunt double. She could be her stunt double Literally, on some stuff. She could be her double, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, Alana Glazer, shout out to you. And then Abby Jacobson, who plays her best friend, Abby, on the show. Um, and it was first developed as a, an independent web series. I believe it was on YouTube. I don't quote me, though. It's not saying when I look it up. It's not saying YouTube. So, But it says web series. So they start off as just a web series. Uh, and I just think that like, the, it was just so unique. And I love yeah. the show because it's so unique because it's just literally like, you don't really see um, two women in this sort of character very often on TV. Had Michael Fung, we met at a hardware store. He was disgusting. You know, I'm picking all white dudes right now. I, I must be craving pink dick. I'm gonna go with this. Okay, who else, who else? Henry Roudenbush had a unibrow all through middle school and then he started waxing it and all of a sudden it was like, glasses off, you're gorgeous. It's like she's all that. I feel like I'm on coke right now. <laughs> PJ Mallory. Bobby Kornhauser. Johnny Fissinger. Danny McCarra. Ryan Long. Rod White. We are like feminist heroes right now. Yeah! Right, exactly. And it, it's so different from like, having two like males on the show um i i can't even think of a show with with two guys like that that's like that hilarious and they just right they fucking killed it yeah like the stuff that they do i feel like most of the show was like even improv at times because some of the stuff they say you're like did they really write this or did they just go out with it like however it came out <laughs> right right well end up i forgot exactly i don't know exactly when Amy Poehler was brought on, but Amy Poehler was also an, uh, an executive producer on the show. Uh, so she was one of the EPs. So that's kind of why you see a lot of like SNL people make appearances in the show because like, you know, obviously Amy Poehler, she's dope. You know, she's gotten her. Um, oh, let me quote that. I literally watch me, watch me be wrong. No, she's definitely <laughs> on it. No, I seriously, I was Yo, like, let me just but make sure. SNL, man, that's a, that's a good little show to be on because you get, you get your little coins. You get your name out there. So you get your little coins. They fucking have many coins. I mean, shit. They got. They literally. Yeah, Amy Poehler. I heard. Yeah, I, I heard the other day they only get like seven thousand an episode or something. Like Ooh. starting off, like the people that do SNL, like their first year, they get like oh yeah ten thousand an episode. Yeah. They don't be. So. They're not like they're not super balling until they make a name for themselves. Like right. Yeah. Like now though, like if like the you know like the what do you call it the veterans of mm -hmm. snl go back on the show like they get paid like bank you know but like when you're first starting off you know like yeah you're just like a new comic so they're just trying to test the waters to see if you're gonna like really like go off you know and like obviously amy poehler like completely like you know started parks she started parks and recreation like she's fucking amazing so um yeah she started she was the uh, executive producer on the show so that's why you do see a lot of cameos from the snl characters um all right how many friends have you had where they have roommates and you just can't, you just can't stand the roommate or you just like, damn, they always here. Like you can't have one moment in peace. Like, yeah, yeah, it happens. It happens a lot. And this, this series shows that where it's like, this dude just comes in out of nowhere. You don't, you hardly ever see his girlfriend, but he's there like eating Richard, everything you never out the see, fridge. You never see her, his, her no. actual roommate. You never see Abby's actual roommate. Talking to you, I'm talking to my 
YouTube boyfriend girlfriend? God, no. He's my roommate's boyfriend. So you know his body? You were jerking off. I wasn't even touching my wiener yet. I was still just doing butt stuff. Ew. I'm obviously straight, but I would absolutely suck him dry. Yes. But I was I was telling Vanessa, like, you... I don't think they added her because it would be too many, like, comedic... Like, yeah. it would be then, like, become, like, a friend series. And that they didn't want that. They just wanted it based off of them, too. So. I, think they, I think they wanted the idea of having, like, you only see Bevers. So Bevers is the actual boyfriend of... Right. Uh, of <laughs> the boyfriend of Abby's true roommate, who you never see. There's, like, literally they have photos of, like, Bevers and her together and then, like, her back's turned. So I think that's a part of the com- comedic, like... I think mm-hmm. it's part of like how they want the show to be, like how you literally it's a it's a gag that you don't ever see, you know, Abby's real roommate, but you always see Bevers. You always sure. see Bevers. And I love yeah. Bevers. I fucking stand Bevers. He's so funny, right? Right? I, I he's a, he's hilarious. I like the one, like, yeah, like you said, in the first episode, in the first episode though, of this show, she actually um you you're introduced to Bevers in the first episode right away but as her roommate's boyfriend and then right. he eats like her cheese and like her fucking- but but remember she has like this image of him being like this sexy ass dude with a six pack and like she's just dreaming about him walking around with a with a shirtless six pack dude so she's imagining all of this and then she meets him and it's like this little dad bod dude with a beard <laughs> Little that nigga was big. He had a big old belly. I yo, mean, yo, yo, chunky dudes need love too, man. True, don't, don't be true. going in on chunky dudes. Very true. Honestly, that shit was so funny to me because, like, um, he would sit there all fucking day. Like that nigga didn't have a job because you like you always like saw him at their house, like just like playing video games on the fucking couch, you know. But we all know a friend that that had someone like that, either in college or or something like that. You had a roommate like that once in your life. Like, I know I did. Like, in college, man, I lived in a frat house with nine other people because we're a Latino frat, so it's a little smaller. But, uh, man, we had people just playing video games all day, sometimes didn't go to class. Right, (laughs) right, right. I mean, like... It happens. It happens. That dad, that motherfucker didn't have no job because he never went. So, like, and then you never saw, uh, I believe her roommate's name was Harmony. Uh, like, the woman that actually supposed to live with her. Mm-hmm. Um, you never saw her. You only saw Bevers. So that shit was hilarious. Uh, Christian, I know my high ass is too high, but I remember the name. Jaime, duh. Jaime is yep. the name of... So, and then Alana has a roommate in the beginning, she has a roommate named Jaime. He's like, you have a thousand socks, but no underwear in the underwear drawer. You don't have to tell me. I don't know where my underwear goes. That's why I'm always going commando. Oh, is this it? No, that's my old dictaphone from high school. Is that dictaphone? Dictaphone. <laughs> hello, hello, dick. Great idea number nine. It's like Facebook, but just for photos. I guess it could be videos too, but mostly photos. Ilana, you invented the Instagram. That's insane. I bet I was high the last time I had my remote. Like, for sure. <laughs> like, certainly. Certainly, yes. Maybe if I get high again, I'll remember where I put it. Aren't you already high? I'm, I mean, like, more high? It's higher. High-est. 
totally that accent he puts on is totally faked. It's just totally not, fake. Like that's not his accent at all. Um, because he's hilarious. He's got his own he, show too. He's kind of like the Fez character, right? Where he's like this foreign, this foreign person. Yeah. And he has this really thick accent. And then on top of that, you know, he's gay. So he just adds like so much energy to her character, Alana's character, which is her roommate or his oh roommate. God. So oh my God. remember when he was like picking her like back acne and like <laughs> doing her taxes. <laughs> Remember the episode where um, she found out that he was a hoarder and his entire yes. room was just, yo. Oh, my God. So, yeah, in one of the episodes, Jaime ends up being like a fucking hoarder. And she goes into the room and she's like seeing all the shit he's hoarded. And then like in the rule of thumb with hoarders, like you're not supposed to fuck with their things because then they get it's like it's a pro, it's an actual like mental disorder. Like they actually like have a problem. So like. <laughs> or like an issue with that stuff, but it's like that you shouldn't touch their, so cause they, cause they cleaned up the room. Right. For Jaime. Right. Right. Yeah. She was like, you know what? He, he's coming back um, with his boyfriend. Let's clean up his space a little. And right. like, yo, he went out, like he flipped out. He fucking flipped out. They found out he's a hoarder. Uh, so yeah, the name of the actor is Ar- uh, Arturo Castro and he has his own show called Artunatino. And it's like where he pays all these different like characters and stuff. Uh, but he's hilarious. He, he's currently in New Zealand, like shooting something at the moment. Like I follow him on Instagram and he's like fucking nice. shooting something over there. Cause literally he was the one that was like, yeah, I'm over in New Zealand, not wearing a mask because guess what? There are no COVID cases over here at all. So. Yo, let's not even touch that topic. Right. It's like. It's messy boots. Messy I, boots. I feel like. You know, Loretto Hospital, they took their vaccines away because I guess they were giving them away to people that shouldn't have had them. I, I know everyone should have it. Like, everyone ass. should have it. So that if ass. they jump the line, that's... Right, give it to them. Because everyone they should have it. it. Right. right, right. You're totally right. Yeah. I don't think they should be denying people at this point. You know what I mean? Like, Not I understand that there's, point. like, a need for, like... You know, this, you know, obviously 65 people and up are supposed to get it. Essential workers. I'm an essential worker. So, like, I'm supposed to get it. I've been having a hard time finding appointments, but I'm still trying to, you know, do the thing. Uh, we'll get it eventually. You know, like, I'll get, well, Christian's already got his. Well, Christian, Christian we'll get it. We'll it. get it. We'll get it. <laughs> yeah. We'll get so. it. But, yeah. Um, back to Broad City. Let's talk about, let's talk about Lincoln. Let's talk about Lincoln. Yo, I love Lincoln's character. Hannibal is just awesome. Like his, I wish I could have seen him live because I yeah, would have been. Yeah, he came to Chicago during the, yeah, during the yeah. pandemic and did like an outdoor concert thing or like a stand-up thing. Yeah, I, I wish go. I could have gone. Damn. Yeah. No, I didn't go either. I was like, mm, that's cute, but I'm still not trying to hang out with everybody. But I feel like that's that's the life that, you know, that's like that I would really want, you know, you're a professional, you're, you like, you're a dentist and you have your office, whatever. But then like your life is with this outgoing personality type woman that you're dating. And she just puts you in all these weird scenarios, but it's so much fun because you're, you're a doctor during the day. So you want to get some relief at, at, at night. You know what I mean? What up, Alana? So 
I bit into a jawbreaker and my veneer fell out and now I am a literal monster. I didn't know you had a veneer and I'm in that mouth on a regular basis. Well, I broke it on a dog bone, so I don't tell a lot of people, to be honest. You know, since we're being honest, I want to share with you that I have prosthetic balls. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so he's like a dentist on the show. A dentist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a dentist on the show. And Alana's like, basically, that's like his her boo thing because she doesn't claim him in the beginning. She like doesn't claim him. In the first episode, when you're introduced to the show, she literally is Skyping, right? You said it. She's Skyping Abby. Alana's Skyping Abby. And she's like, hey, bitch, let's go. You know, whatever. And then little does like Abby know that like Lincoln's like literally underneath Alana and she's like having sex with Lincoln. And she's just like, she's like, Wait, is Lincoln inside you right now? <laughs> I think like, I think he chimed in on the conversation. He did. He just he like, did. Yeah, yeah, he chimed He's in. He's like, hey, Abby. Like, yeah, and I talked to the Abby who stole a van. Ab, you're so stuck in your little routine. I bet you schedule when you jack off. Schedule when I Oh, my God. Is that Lincoln? Yeah. Is he inside of you? Yeah. I'm just keeping him warm. All right. Let's just set some ground rules here for everybody involved. I don't want to see you have sex. Let's try and avoid that. Lincoln, uh, you seem well. Thank you. I'm going to notice no bread diet, and it's, it's pretty good. It's been working. All right. I'm going to head out then. Peace, bye. That was hot. That was cool. That was like a threesome in a way. uh Alana, what are we doing? Are we just having sex, hooking up? Are we dating? What is this? This is purely physical. Why does this always happen to me? She's like, wait. She's is like, he just, in you right now? Right. She's like, I'm just keeping it warm. You know, just keeping it warm. I was like, I can't. I, she's just like, she's like, I don't want to see you guys fucking. And, and he's just laying there like. Uh. <laughs> and Hannibal has the same face like all the time. Like high face. All the time. Right. All the time. Like, <laughs> it's just one face for everything. One fucking face. Did you ever watch him on um, the Eric Andre show? No. Christian, you don't have a, you haven't seen right, the Eric Andre right. show? Christian, you no, fucking I, love the Eric Andre show. I gotta write this down. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is so... If you guys are out there that listening that have seen it or watched the Eric Andre show, it is like the most like trippy show you'll ever see like it's he eric andre is also a genius in itself um but but his co-host is hannibal burris nice really funny uh it's i can't really explain the show it's very like think of like um think of like it's 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 made to be like where like it's like kind of like a jay leno type of thing like that's the setup like you know like a talk show like a late night talk show but it's completely a fucking mess and it's like meant to be that way wait, i'll wait until you watch it christian because honestly you're gonna be like bitch this shit <laughs> it's so good but yeah he's one of the co-hosts on that show so yeah shout out to the eric andre show um but yeah lincoln was like the co- i loved i love the balance of having lincoln on the show with broad city because his character was always so just chill just like fucking chill right always always, like, always and like quote-unquote normal compared to like crazy abby and, and a lot of right because they would get him into so many fucking um, antics. Right. He was like the, the stable one of the group. Like, right. okay, he has a nine to five where right. we can just work at, bo- at Bodega or something. Remember when she worked at that like... Um, the co-op? Like, 
Yeah, the co-op. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like the episode where um, Alana had to make up her hours so she could shop at the co-op, but she had to have like, I forgot what it was. It was some sort of like doctor's appointment. She actually did have something to do. So she had Abby take place for her and act like her. So she had to act all like... Because they're like complete opposites. Like one's like super goofy and like just out there. And then the other one, she wants to be reserved, but she also wants to be out there. Yeah. So she got stuck playing the, (laughs) and she fell in love and then she couldn't even date the dude because she had this false character. Yes. Yeah. Like she fucking meets this guy at the co-op. She like falls in love, but she's trying to explain like, quote unquote Abby, which is like her in real life, to this guy. And little like, you know, because she's trying to fake be Alana. She's faking being Alana. Yo, when she fucking got up and started twerking on the wall and then knocked all that shit over. <laughs> I died. It was over, bro. I died. I, was- <laughs> I fucking died. Cause I was like, oh my God, can you imagine? Just also just my experience on being on set. They had to fucking re, re- like they had set deck had to put everything back together. And they had to shoot that over and over. Ah! Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Sorry. Uh, Nerding out really like that's like set life. You know, like you guys, things are not done just one time unless it's like a really expensive scene. And they have Right. To. You, you know, firsthand, too. Right. So you've experienced they ha- it. They have to do it several times because they have to get different angles or they have to get different. You know, it didn't work out the first time. So that shit was triggering. I thought that shit was hilarious. OK, really random. This is one of my favorite parts. Because it cracked me up so hard. Do you remember in um, when the episode, she literally, uh, so Alana was getting, oh, Alana got her teeth. She got her front tooth knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she had to go visit, um, she had to go visit uh, Lincoln to fix it. And Abby was in the, Abby was in the fucking, uh, what was it? She was in the waiting room. And she was like playing around and she was like playing on the floor with that one kid and like just fucking around. She was like playing with the teeth and she was like trying to bite with the teeth. This was episode, um, this was episode, this was actually the second episode. It's called Pussyweed. Um, and she, I'm like, this is the second episode. It's called Pussyweed. She literally like, like when the kid was on the floor with her and she was like playing with it and, the, and then the black mom was like, how many do you have? And she's like, oh no, I just... I just got this from over there. And she was high as fuck, right? Because she's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and then the mom was like, No, how many kids do you have? And Alana just froze and she didn't say anything. No, Abby, sorry, Abby just froze. Abby, Abby, yeah. And didn't say anything and just started to roll away. Bro. <laughs>
but then she goes into the bathroom and she lights the bow again and she's like oh my god yeah she's like she's like she's like how dare you call me a mom i'm gonna call you a mom because you have a kid like she's like saying all this shit i was fucking cracking up dying laughing it was so funny yeah that was the second episode um yeah, I have the list up now, Christian. Like, maybe we could be more organized and not suck at our job as, like, talking about Broad City. Um, <laughs> I was like, I have the list up now. The I'm trying episode, to Google it. Right? And, no, that was and look like, at the screen at the same time. Right, right? We're so unprepared, guys. Well, this is the Shoot the Shit Broad City Appreciation episode. Um, season one, episode one. Yeah, that's the one where they we are, are introduced to Abby and Alana. Um, they, uh, they need money to go to a little Wayne concert. So that's why they get into this. Sh- Remember, they get caught up because they're supposed to, they're, they start to, they go to that one guy's house and clean um, in their underwear to get money. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that guy is also from SNL as well. I forgot the name of that guy. Um, but yeah, he's from SNL too. Um, and that's, that's, that's like the first episode ever. The second one is where she like chips her tooth um, and then uh, she has to go see Lincoln and like fix her tooth. The third one, do you remember the third one? The third one goes to, um, and her, oh, this is the one where she, okay, so a lot, so Abby is in love with her, with her, with her neighbor. Remember that guy that lives across the street? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Across the, yeah. So she loves him. He wants her to pick up a pack or sign for a package for him, for her. Right. And she ends up missing it. And she has to go to like Bufu fucking part of like New York City to get it. Do you remember that? It was like in an abandoned warehouse. And then yeah. she pulls up and this like little old lady that yeah. looks scary as shit is just sitting there like, what's the name on the package? And she's like, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> and if you notice, and this is how much I've been like watching the fucking show and analyzing it. If you notice that old lady is in other episodes too. Oh, yeah, they reuse her a lot. They reuse her a lot. So she must be somebody's, like, grandma or auntie or some shit. Because that little old lady is getting, you know, she's getting her fucking screen time. And she's playing different characters, which is, like, a no, like, a faux pas in, like, the, you know, as a, in the filming world. Like, if you have one character, you're only supposed to be that, and that's it. But then you see this old lady several times. Like, it's just funny. Is that? But doesn't, um... What's that movie that just came out? Uh, part two of Coming to America. Don't yeah. they like Eddie Murphy plays like the barbershop guy too? Like true, true. So. But that also is kind of like his whole like he gets all makeup. He has all the like costume. Makeup oh, I see what you're saying. Like, like she's just an old lady, but then she's yeah. the same old lady, but she's doing something different. I see what you're saying. Right. Because I mean, I mean, Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphy. And so like that's, you know, how he was in the clumps, the movie, the clumps and how he mm-hmm. played all the different parts of the movie, like all the different characters in the clumps because all the different makeup and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Only there's literally only like a handful of fucking comedians that can do shit like that. That's like talent right there. That's fucking talent. That takes like, a lot of work. Hell yeah. Shout out to Shout them. out to your favorite Martin Lawrence. Thank yeah. God damn it, Christian. I love you. Cause you know that nigga be oh yes. Fucking Martin. Definitely. I and that's gonna be another episode too, is another Martin appreciation episode. Fucking love Martin. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, shout out to you for, for, for recognizing that. He fucking, I don't know if he was the first to do it, but he definitely him, Arsenio Hall. Um, you know, Eddie Murphy, they're, they're fucking so good at playing different characters. Like, oh, also Tyler Perry, because she, you know, he does it too. I almost said she, whoops, shade. Medea, Medea. <laughs> I was like, she does it too. 
the gay community would be like, bitch, you said it right. So, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> what are pronouns? What are like, pronouns? You're fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Episode one in season four, Abby. Oh, so, yeah. This is the episode where Abby gets locked out of her apartment. And they have to, like, fucking try it. Like, and the whole time the key is, like, around fucking, like, Alana's fucking. Oh, it, yeah. We're, they're, they're locked out of Alana's apartment. And they're going through their whole antics. Like, that's the thing I loved about this show is that literally a whole episode, it's kind of like Seinfeld. Do you ever watch Seinfeld? I did, but I never got into it. So I can't okay. really reference it like that. Um, but I do know where you're going with it, where it's like they introduce the show as this is going to be the problem or this yeah. is going to be the setup for the day. Yeah. And then they just go on about their day. So yeah. it's like literally living day to day with them. Like, yes, exactly. Exactly. Like a yeah, whole episode yeah. is just about them getting locked out of their apartment and seeing what kind of antics kind of like come from that, which I think is so fucking like genius in a way. Yo, that like, shit happens in real life, man. And like, yeah. I've gotten locked out walking my dog and then <laughs> Vanessa's at work and I got to wait like two more hours outside. Oh my God. Like, I can't. I can't. That shit really does happen in real life. That shit does. <laughs> that shit does. I mean, for them, they're fucking always high as shit. So that's for like, they're always like fucking like losing their mind because they're just fucking high and just like, plus they just, they just get themselves into so much shit. Mostly I feel like though, dead ass Alana is the one that starts it. Cause Abby would, I feel like Abby would be a regular person and not regular, but you know what I mean? Like more like, like a re- like normal to society or whatever. If it wasn't for Alana, because Alana be dragging her through all sorts of. I shit. I am that friend. I am Alana. <laughs> like I am the one that's going to just get you into some shit for no reason. Like, let let's just go. I mean, my best friend could probably attest to this. Like all the dumb stuff that I got him into just at that age too. Like, yeah, yeah. Think about it. they they were like. I, I wrote it down to take, I did have notes. They were like 26. <laughs> they were 26 when, uh, like on air, supposedly, right? Okay, like that's, okay. That's the age that they were trying to portray was a 26-year-old. Gotcha. So that's what I was telling you. Like, think back at 26. You were doing some stupid shit with your friend just like this. Hell like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, like, especially in the city. Like, when you when oh, you yeah. live in the city, oh my God, like, you going to house parties if you're not old enough to get into the club. And even right. if you are, because the house party's better. Like, and, and they did that in many episodes. In one episode, uh, didn't they bounce from house party to house party? They did. Yes. They're like, let's see what party's going to be the best to go to. And then we'll just stay there. That's, yes. Because, like, that was the episode. Because little on down the line. So Abby's job... Abby's first one her first job on the show, she works for a like like a what do you call like a a startup. It was like a startup. But it's like a, it? it's a fitness fucking like Oh no no the, the fitness stuff. It's like Yeah, a she LA works at like Abby was Yeah, Abby yeah, yeah. It was like a fucking, you know, bougie fucking like, you know, export or whatever the fuck. And then she ends up like her and her like one of her like her boss or whatever at the time ends up getting into this little like, you know. Uh, what do you call it? What, what did what did Jada Pinkett Smith call it? Oh, uh, damn! What she, she got? Call it? She got she got into an entanglement. Entanglement, yes, yes, with her fucking boss. And so, like, they went party hopping, and one of the parties she went to was like her boss's. So that was hilarious. And that shit is so real. Like you said, yeah, you go from one party to the next, to the next, and then see where the like night takes you. But it was hilarious because she kept leaving the party, even the the parties, even though it was like super lit and like a good time. <laughs> Alana kept being like, "No, let's leave. It's party's whack. Let's go to the next one." 
And so, and then like Abby would just follow her and be like, all right, bitch, well, let's go, let's go, you know? But um, when you're that hype, like, again, they were always high. She was always, always tipsy. Like, like you mentioned, she had the, the pussy bow where she would just like hide her bowl or her bag of weed yes. in her pussy. Yes. Vagina, if, if that's a better term to use, since I'm a man, I'll say vagina, whatever. You're a you feminist, know. though, Christian. You can say pussy all day. <laughs> all right, all right. All, all right. day. Christian is a feminist. I like to be guy. politically correct. I like to be politically correct. True. You know? The vayanyai. The vayanyai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's just, that's just, is so insane to me. Like, I mean, We've all done something like that. <laughs> no. I went to Vegas and I was 24. And I mean, it's Vegas. Like you just buy stuff from wherever and you just have to hide it somewhere. So there you are walking with something in your socks. And then you're there like, you what? go. There you go. <laughs> right. For men, it's like, shit, you can't. Y'all don't really have a place to put it other than, you know, you know. Place where the sun don't shine, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying but, nobody you know, wants that. <laughs> women with titties, you can put it between our titties, you know. What I'm My homegirl back in the day had the biggest tits of life, and she would put all sorts of weed in her fucking tits. She put her phone in there, she put her fucking cigarettes in there. I was like, girl, what else you got in there? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love that. She also like I love the episode though, where she was gonna do that party. Uh, Abby was throwing a party. No, Alana was throwing a party and then she kept finding like weed in different places. Like she took it out of her hair, <laughs> her ear, her like nose. She like would find it around the house and she like put it all out. And she was like, weed queen. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Guys, you know, you if you're that? a pothead or something, you you stash away things to be like, all right, I'm going to save this because I can't smoke it no more. Or I'm, I'm going to put this away away for a rainy day. And Hell you yeah. For, Hell you forget yeah. about that shit. But then when you're looking for something, you open up a little bag or cabinet. Right. Like, right. Come up. Yes. yes. You, you forget what you were looking for. You forget right. what you were looking for. Yep. And she would hide it in every different parts of her house. I'm like, bitch, how do you remember where all the spots that you put your fucking weed? I'm like, yo. <laughs> but like, hey, that shit happened, though. That shit happened. Because the other day, I did find a spot where I was like, oh, that's where I left that. Okay. All right. Then. True life. True life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Dude, that, like, the thing is, though, like, what I thought was really, really, um, really smart that they always did in the show was that they always, like, the, the uniqueness of like the shots that we would see. I remember in one of the beginning episodes, all you saw was different parts of them in the bathroom. Like they were in the bathroom. It was all shot from the bathroom, but you would see all different things happening going on in the bathroom. Like she was like, she was all dressed up in like pride gear. Alana, uh, Ab- Alana was, and was making out with some girl. And then the next minute she's on the, she's on the toilet smoking and taking a shit or the next minute she's fucking with Lincoln and they're fucking on the toilet, you know, just all these different like shots of that. And I'm just like, that's so fucking like, like smart yeah, like and the, hilarious the creativity the creativity yes. just to use one space on set for the entire episode like that takes a lot of creativity right especially but again that's like true life like to me i looked at it as like that's the view of a bathroom like if you ever wanted to see like if you ever were to think ah what would it be like to be a bathroom like that's what it would be like you see motherfuckers coming in fucking puking Pooping, peeing, yep. <laughs> all of that. Like, <laughs> Fucking all sorts of shit on there. At a party, how many parties have you been to where the bathroom is just wrecked and you don't even know why? And it's like friends too. Like, you know, they ain't messy, 
But when it comes to a party, fucking toilet paper all over the place. Like, man, people just don't know how to act. <laughs> I fucking can't because, like, um, like... I loved how <laughs> Alana would always at her job when Alana was working at that one deals, deals, deals job, which she never did shit at. Right. Uh, it was hilarious. It was like a Groupon or some shit. Right. The job was like like she worked for like Groupon, but like smaller or some shit it was called deals, deals, deals. It was some and type of startup. Yeah. Some star. Yeah. It's a Starbucks. There you go. And then she would always take like two hour naps in the bathroom. <laughs> And she'd be in the bathroom. They all knew it. They all knew what the bitch was doing. But then, honestly, the bathroom started her iconic, iconic, um, like, what is it? Like, iconic term that she would start to do in, in this scene. And she would be like, I shit, I shit, I shit. Like, <laughs> I shit, I shit, I shit. I always sing, I shit, I shit. <laughs> And she just breaks into those medallies like whenever she feels like. Right, like, right, right. She would, I bike, I bike, I bike. <laughs> and then the one episode with uh, Vanessa Williams and she goes in there too and she's like singing the same shit. Vanessa yeah. Williams, fucking model, beautiful actress, goes in there and she's just like, ah shit, ah mm-hmm. shit. I was just like, I can't. I was very impressed with the cameos that they had in that show, weren't you? They did, they did, yeah. But it also, like, goes to a test, like, what they wanted to show with the, with this show in general is, like, women are doing the same shit as men. Like, yeah. oh, some, some people always say, like, oh, my, my girl doesn't poop, my girl doesn't fart. Like, man, motherfucker, we know. <laughs> we are all Oh, no, y'all went in the bathroom after us. You know what's up. So she she talking about shit, 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 like, you know, not a lot of women do that. You don't see that on shows like where women show that part of themselves. So I yeah, I do like that. They actually kind of like broke the mold on like how like on two girls, you know, like show, TV shows about two, two girls. And it's like this show was about two girls that, quote unquote, acted like men or whatever ah. or whatever perceived like were perceived more like unwomanlike like they swore they smoked you saw them fucking you saw them having sex you saw them masturbating you saw them um what else just everything not doing jo- not not doing their job you saw them fucking ho- like living on the, like sleeping on the street or whatever the fuck like so many antics that you saw them going to strip clubs you saw them hooking up with women like alana was like notorious because she just like lived this very free it was like polygamous wasn't she like yeah, either she yeah lived this free life where she just fucked whoever women go, um like woman dude whatever and uh she just kind of she was very fluid she was very sexually fluid but poor Lincoln, though. Poor Lincoln wanted to be his, like, wanted to be his her boyfriend. He, like, loved her. And she he just, did, like, he did. Nope. She was just like, nope. Like, I just love how, like, just, like, like she would always, like, like, with the one time where Lincoln actually told her, like, she, he hooked up with somebody else. And she got excited about it. She, like, started jumping in the car and was like, whoa! Like, she's screaming and shit. She's like, my king, I love you more. I want right. to right now. Right. And she was like, she's like, and she's like, and how long did you fuck her for? And she was, like, asking all these questions. She's like, that is so fucking hot. I was like, what? And I know he was like, oh, shit. I didn't know where that was going to go. But uh, I'm but happy then, with But that then way. there was an episode later on in the series, um, where she started getting jealous because he did like 
say, oh, I'm moving on because you're not wanting to be serious with me. Yes. And he yes. brings a girlfriend to one of the uh, get-togethers. Yes, yes. And that that's definitely... so awkward. That's so awkward. And we've been there. We've all been there for sure. We've all been yeah. there. And the, all yeah. been there. And that was, the, that was the episode when she runs into Lincoln again where she like, so she gets a job. So Alana ends up getting fired from deals, 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 because she's a horrible employee, right? She ended up actually, the reason she got fired is because she tweeted out from the company account this like bestiality fucking video of like a horse fucking a dude or some shit. And she was just like, what? What? What was wrong with that? And they were all like, you can't do that. And then like, oh my God, I she, love. She was like, well, would it have been appropriate if the guy was doing the fucking? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tried to slip it on them, right? Bro, how fucking funny though. I love the dynamic that like her and her one roommate, uh, her and her one coworker, that one girl that like hated Oh, her. yes. Yeah, we all had that girl. one coworker. Oh yeah. my god. That shit cracked me up. And then when she finally got fired, they like they like busted into like the whole um uh the whole uh with Whoopi Goldberg. Um, yes. Uh, like a musical. It was a musical. Yeah, like, well, uh, it was from the movie um Oh my god, we are the sh- we are the worst. Ooh, the Whoopi Goldberg movie where she's a nun and she yes. starts doing the thing. Sister Act. Boom. Sister Act. There we go. It's because we're high. No, I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm high. <laughs> Sister but Act. But no, like, man. that was fucking game. hilarious. And then Whoopi Goldberg was on the show. She did a cameo. So, like, they had huge names on here. Fucking huge. I was just, like, impressed. I was like, damn, they got Whoopi Goldberg on here. Okay. They had, like, and they had, like, Hillary Clinton on there. Like, I actually pulled they had up. some like, good people. They had some big names. Uh, they had, yeah, they had Amy Poehler, Hillary Clinton. Uh, Fred Armiston is the, the guy from, I think that's the guy from um, SNL. They had, yep, that's the guy from SNL when he was like, they were cleaning his, uh, his apartment. And then they, they had like, Seth Rogen on there one time. They had I think Seth that's Rogen. his name. Right, Seth Rogen. Yo, I'm, I'm really bad with actors and actresses' names. Like, I... That's cool. I'm the worst. I have receipts right here. Um, I'm like, I'm looking it up. Same, I'm looking it up too. So according to bustle.com, I'm looking up like this whole list and they have them all like written out. They had uh, Linda Lodi was like uh, the other girl from um, Rachel Dratch. So she's the other girl from, from SNL. She was on the episode where she was part of that like temp agency and she kept hiring Alana and then she kept fucking up her life. Um, oh my God. I love this bitch. Uh, Darcy Carden, who ends up like, she was on the, she actually, she's on, she, she ends up being on the good place. Have you heard of the good place? The show, the good place. I've heard of it. Let me Google it to see if I it's, watched uh, it. It's with, uh, it's re- actually a really funny show too. I think you'll enjoy it. That's a really good show too. Um, it's where they like die, but then they go to like heaven or hell. And it's like this whole, like, it's, it's cute. It's very cute. It's very cute. And then there was like, who else? Oh, yeah. I've seen I've seen that a couple episodes of that. Yeah, yeah she's hilarious. Uh, there's also, I'm trying to think of who else. Oh, my God. Who else are they? They have a whole, t- yeah, Seth Rogen is on here, too. Oh, yeah, they had uh, Jadine Garofalo. Uh, she was the veterinarian. She played the veterinarian. Oh, here we go. Kelly Ripa was the bitch I fucking could not remember. Kelly, Kelly Ripa. Ripa. She's the one that has her own TV show, uh, her own morning show and shit. Yes. That shit cracked me up with Kelly Ripa. Because Kelly Ripa was like drinking and like smoke. Like she like, because, you know, Kelly Ripa has this kind of like good she girl. She has this persona. Yeah. Yeah. She's got this like good girl, morning girl persona. And she played like a character that I never thought she would like 
place. I was like, wow, this is actually kind of lit that we get to see her like play a role. In a whole nother role, yeah. I know. I was like, okay, well, shit. Oh, yeah. Patricia Clarkson, she was from fucking, uh, she played Carrie's mom uh, from the movie Carrie. She's an old white lady. She's a really good actor. She was also on Sharp Objects. Uh, Whoopi motherfucking Goldberg, of course, was on there. Uh, they had all sorts of fucking people, man. Like they had the love, Sex in the City. I love when epi- like when um, shows could do that, like bring out an, a character of an actress or actor that we haven't seen yet. Right. Because some, I feel like sometimes actors and actresses, unfortunately, like get stuck in this one role that you're always going to see them in. Like, right. oh, you know, this man's going to be a villain in every movie. But then when you see him as a like as a comic in in a, in a movie, you're like, oh shit, he has range. Like he can go right. You know. Oh my yeah. god, there are so many actors that are just like they they don't like. We need to give them their flowers because like they play their range is like insane, and like they don't they don't they don't get the credit that they're that they deserve because like you're so right when you can play all these different like roles. You know what really impressed me, and I was like really, really impressed with, because I mean, like obviously he's hilarious. Is um, uh, Steve Carell, Steve Carell, yeah, obviously from The Office. Shout out to The Office, another TV show that I'm obsessed with. Do you like The Office? I love The Office. Uh, I love The Office. That that's another show. It's like on repeat until Netflix decided to, you know. I know. Well, that's because they want you know you know NBC wanted to make their own fucking streaming money, so they got Peacock. They got the cock. Shout out to everybody uh, got their own oh, shit now. Oh my God. Yeah. I miss the off. I mean, like I'm probably going to end up getting it or whatever. Cause I love the office so much. <laughs> I know. right? Like, Share that password. Right. <laughs> Swear, where's that password though? Where's that password though? Honestly, like that's another show that I can have a whole appreciation episode on. Cause that shit hilarious. The office is the greatest, but Steve Carell, he, um, his range is crazy. And um, there he was on. Uh, he was on the show called The Morning Show. Have you heard of that one? Which is on. It's actually on Apple. Like their whole. Oh no! Thing. I... What, they, like he plays that show. He basically plays. Did you ever hear about that whole scandal with Mor- Good Morning America? Oh, was it Good Morning America or whatever? With um, um, yeah, Matt, Matt Lauer. Lauer. Matt Lauer. Oh, he popped up right here. Oh, with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Matt Lauer. He he plays that character, and it's like they play out like they basically play out like that whole scandal that happened there, and it's fucking wild. Is, are are they? Is he part of the Adam Sandler crew or no? No, Matt, right? He's not. Ooh, Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell. No, no, no right? No. He has like his own crew, right? He's like, got his own crew. He's if yeah. you want, if you were to um uh name him uh. Like in a in a crew, he's a part of the like. Remember when he his first his first TV like his first big movie was the Forty Year Old Version. Yes, and that that movie is by uh that movie is um by Judd Apollo, right? Judd Judd. Let me see, the director and the writer for that show, Judd Apato. I always okay. Name. He's the one that did like all those like. Let me see. He's he's his fucking shit is like insane. He did like the 40 year old virgin. Uh, I believe. Um, let me see. He did knocked up. Uh, so like those that kind of comedy where like it was like all those you saw Seth Rogen in it all the time. Like Seth Rogen. Uh, that guy, that guy's doing big things, too, man. Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah. He just came out with his own uh, cannabis company called Houseplant. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, Seth Rogen's killing it. Well, he's he's always like a huge, you know, advocates for killing. So, yeah, I, I love his movies too. Oh yeah, he's fucking hilarious. He's fucking hilarious. But yeah, oh my god, we like been going on a whole tangent left and left Broad City. But honestly, Broad bring City, bring it back, though, bring it back. But we can though, because honestly, with Broad City, like they brought in so many different characters and so many different, you know, so like we it, it kind of so broad. It's no so broad. <laughs> it's broad. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> play on words. Ooh. <laughs> That's what my dad that? jokes coming in. <laughs> the bad jokes, I know, right? I know, my, right? My, my dad jokes, my dad. Yes, you dad jokes. <laughs> well, you got it because that Christian about to be a dad, y'all. He got yes. a baby on the way. Baby. Nine weeks away. Nine weeks away. Nine wow. weeks away. That baby's going to come out. Are you so excited to be a dad? Very excited. Like, I'm, I'm so ready to start this new journey. But, like, when I'm watching this show and like thinking about all the shit that I did at that age and like comparing <laughs> myself to these women, I'm thinking to myself, like, I am going to be like 50 something year old with a 20 something year old doing some crazy shit. Am I ready for that? Like I need to tell myself I did it too. So I can't be right. too hard on him. Right. You know? No. Cause you're going to be a dad, but you're going to be like, bro, I already lived it. I already did it all. So you can't, you education know? starts at the house. Right. So you got to. True. True. Oh, I'd, I'd much rather, if I decide to have children, uh, I'd much rather have my kids come to me and be like, mom, you know, like I want to do this or do you want to smoke with me? I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do it. You know, but whether when they're at a actual you know, an actual appropriate age. age. Appropriate yes. Age. Cause it is yeah. adult use in that sense. And they, you know, just like drinking, like, I feel like that should be an adult activity. So if these, you know, if your kid's not an adult yet, then obviously not. But when they're at an age where they can actually, you know, be responsible and take care of themselves, I'm all down for that. But like at the same time though, we can't also expect teenagers are not going to want to get into it because we did it too. I mean, we right. were drinking, we were drinking at that age too. We were drinking right. at teenage age. I know I was, you know, I thought I was cute. I was over here, you know, trying to get drunk when I was like, what is it, 15, 16 years old, you know, whatever. Yo, my friend and I, we, and, and related to the show, um, he's my best friend. We, we've been friends since sophomore year high school. So that's like 18 years already. Nice. And we had our first, one of our first jobs. We actually worked together at Navy Pier, the little Hagen dazs stand. It was like hey. three and one. Shout it out to Navy a, Pier. Shout out Navy Pier. It, <laughs> it was a bar, a sandwich shop, and an ice cream shop. So when we got older, we used to work the bar. Yo, it was over. We would be like, one beer for me, one beer for you. Right, like, right. And right. you're you're 20-some years old, and you're not thinking, I could get fired from this job and not have anything. Nope, we collecting tips and then spending them right there the next, like that same day, like an hour <laughs> after work, you just spending your tips. And that's what these girls showed. Like they showed that's yep. real life. Like when they struggling to go to the Lil Wayne concert, come on. Yeah, that was hilarious. They were doing everything they could. They were selling fucking, fucking Alana sold like, uh, like office supplies. <laughs> and so she can get money for weed and, and like tickets for the Lil Wayne concert. I thought that was so fucking funny. And she was like, they were like trying to like, hustle their way there it was hilarious remember when they even like started like street dancing and yes. then the girl <laughs> yes no, they started playing the buckets and then yeah. the girl came in front of them and started street dancing she yeah. got more money than they did yeah <laughs> and then they were like boo boo they're like what we're we're like there would be no music if it wasn't for us she's like like shut up <laughs> it was so 
And then they felt so bad that they like gave the girl the money and they're like, no, you can keep the money. And they're like, oh, we have no money. Oh my God. I can't. That, 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 the shenanigans, the shenanigans they would get into. Yo, my, like, honestly though, like as, okay. So this, the show was for five seasons. Right. And, but the show, as it progressed, you know, obviously with the times, I thought it was really ingenious. I thought it was really genius how they incorporated current, like, trendy things in with like the actual episodes for example um abby's 30th birthday episode which was in season five that was the episode where they filmed it all in like snapchat remember that it was mm-hmm. all like it was all like uh, snapchat stories or like like it was like so like uh we we got to view their day in the view of like if you were if you were actually going on someone's Facebook story or like your Instagram like Snapchat, story, yeah, you Snapchat were just story and you were pushing through because they had all the like um like they had all the little like apps, they had all the little emojis, like they had all the little like and that shit that we do now. It's like that shit that we would see if we were to go on somebody's story. So I love that. I thought that was really, really creative and really smart because they actually filmed the whole episode like that. We got the dogs, y'all. Father of dogs. Father of Dwarf. Yeah, she's a little pit bull mix and is raining, so she gets uh-huh. nervous. And, Father of Dwarves. Yeah. It's okay. Hi, puppy. Hey, puppy. We got, we got two Like, Daddy, you've been dogs. on the phone too long, or she's been on Zoom too long. <laughs> They're like, wait, you get off at four. It's already six. Right, right, right. No, did you, do you, like, did you like that episode where they were doing it all through, like, Snapchat? Do you remember that one? It was season yeah, five. I, it was her birthday. Yeah, it was a, one of the most recent, like, the last yeah. season that they had, so it was the most right. recent. Um, yeah, man, I love that kind of stuff. Cause like you said, that's, that's life right now. Even right. like, you know, we, we don't see each other because of this pandemic, but we we're about to have our baby shower on zoom. So True. we're about to, it, it's True. a whole new era. I honestly like it this way, man. Hey, come, <laughs> if, come if you want, stay for this little 20 minutes. If you want, then dip out, mail me my gifts. Appreciate okay. you. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it's the new world, but you know what? Honestly, I there's parts of it though that I do love as well, and parts of it that I'm just like, okay, I miss. But yeah, there's parts of it shit. I was just like, this is lit. Like, this is fucking lit. I could be at the home, I could be home chilling. Like, especially, but the thing is though, think about this though, Christian. Think about it if we were like 20, 21, we would be fucking mad as fuck. Yeah, my brother's 21. What was that? My my brother is 21. He turned 21 in October. Oh man. And couldn't do nothing, you know. It's not the same. Like I, that's where I feel. I'm at an age where I'm like okay with the current world and like in a sense of like, you know, whatever, like quarantining and all that fun shit. Because like you know I'm an old ass bitch now. Yeah, but I'm like whatever. But they can't experience you know going to the bars like Wicker Park, like the episode in Broad City where uh, they were they were out in a neighborhood that would be like Wicker Park, and um, they were in New York, and then she had a. Somebody jacked her purse from her. Yes. So they started chasing them. Yes. And her wig fell off. Yeah. Just bought a wig. Like, come on. How many nights in Wicker Park didn't you, like, just run across that Milwaukee street, getting a slice of pizza at Demos or something? Shout out to Crocodile. Shout out to Crocodile. The bar. This bar in Chicago. Yes. This bar in Chicago, back in the day, guys, if you bought a drink, you also got a free pizza. A free little, like a free no joke. The pizza. drink, the drink came in in a bowl like this. Yeah, it, yeah. And it was like whatever blue shit. Yeah, eight different 
well well liquor it wasn't right. no gray goose it wasn't no hennessy it was well liquor right and, right we don't know what they, the fuck was in there and then they told you go over there and we got some dude making you a personal sized pizza yes they had a literal a literal kitchen in the back with an oven and they would rack out all these pizzas and if you had it because whenever you got a drink you got a ticket and you would take that ticket and you would go get your free pizza. I mean, come Yo. on, was it not the perfect fucking place for when a person in their twenties? That was like the place to to go on a date. Like you tell the girl, like, "Yo, meet me at Crocodile. We go yeah. from there. Let's go to Crocodile. Let's go to Croc. <laughs> free little pizza and a drink. Warm you up, and then we just." You know, do our thing around the area. Oh yeah, we'd be out twerking on the dance floor. You know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying. What was that name of that bar that that uh, used to be like super dope hip hop bar that had like Empire? 40s? Empire, yo. There was a bar in Wicker Park in Chicago. If you guys know the reference, called Empire, got shut down. It was Liddy Titty. They played like R and B and hip hop and like it was. Oh my god, we had so many fun nights there too. So, so many, many, so many. Now Wicker Park's all whack and shit. I mean, like. Now, I mean, obviously we can't even go out anyways, but like even before the pandemic, it became all whack and shit. Like they got rid of all the good spots. I was like, mm, I don't really know. It's because, you know, you know, we can't have nothing nice when people start acting up. Like, true, true. It's like as soon as you, as soon as you get like a hip hop bar that plays all the old, like old good music. Right. Oh my God. The good music. Yeah. Give it a, give it a year tops and it's. Something's about to go down. Right, right. Something about to go down. I mean, that's what happened with Green Dolphin. Shout out to Green Dolphin in Chicago. That shit fucking got... They were shot. That thing had like eight there. different names. It right. Different oh, it names. had so many different names. And then also all the shootings in there. So, uh, yeah. You know Chicago. We can't act right. We can't act right. So, yeah. But whatever. Anyways, I want to conclude us talking about Broad City uh, by just saying how much I loved this show. The com- the comedy in the show was so funny. Alana and Abby are hilarious. I really hope that they end up doing like a movie, a Broad City movie. Uh, it might be too soon now, but I, I I bet you they will. I bet you in time that they will because they're very creative and very like I I will fucking go, I will run that fucking movie over and over and over and over again if they do that shit. It will be a fucking classic in my eyes. It will. It will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out to Broad City. This was a fucking great show. Um, it sucks because it's like there's five seasons and like so many episodes of this. So like it's impossible for us to go over every single episode. We just kind of talked about highlights, right, Christian? Yeah. And then give you an idea to go watch it if you haven't watched it because right. it will have you laughing and it's so relatable. So so relatable. Put it on your put it on your queue of episodes or series to watch. Definitely, definitely. Give it a chance. It's hilarious. And then if anybody out there that's also listening that also stands the Broad City, I'm sure I'm hoping you guys appreciated us talking about the episodes and like the funny parts because I'm sure that everybody has their funny parts and they're probably mad. They're like, Kim, Kim, Christian, you forgot that one episode where Alana like set up a WeWork called SheWork outside in the street in the middle of New York City or Kim, you forgot how Abby stand or how Abby stands for Bed Bath and Beyond. Like you forgot about mentioning that and how she literally became best friends with all the employees and had like handshakes and shit. Like the, sh- the just it just goes on and on. The amount of creativity, the levels it was such a good show. The so, inclusivity that it, like, all of that. Inclusivity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When Alana was working, when Alana, oh, when Abby got her mom fucked up and, like, wore the blue dress and went to When Sushi they went Chicago. to, 
when they went to Florida. When they, they went thought- to Florida. Oh my God. When they went to Florida. <laughs> when fucking Alana, Alana was making, she was working so much, she made all that money and then she ended up getting bed bugs and had to fucking burn all her money. And that shit was triggering as fuck. I was like, <laughs> this show is a mess. So yeah, we could talk on and on and on. Uh, anything to conclude in this, Christian, with us talking about Broad City? No, just go watch it. Yeah, go watch it, right? Until we go into the next segment. So yeah, we're going to go, uh, we're going to take a quick break from talking about Broad City. And we're going to start the next segment with Christian. And it's going to be meditate, masturbate, or medicate. We'll be right back. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. And we are back. All right, guys. It's time for meditate, masturbate, or medicate. What are we talking about, Christian? Meditate. Ooh, meditate. Okay, okay. So, yeah, Christian, how do you meditate? What are your meditation practices? Talk to us. Talk to us. Yo, so it all started with, with this whole pandemic, man. My anxiety was just shot. And still continues to be, but you know that's a whole another topic. I I downloaded the app called Headspace, and it gives you meditations, and you get to choose a voice. They got real cool, like British accents, and they have a man and two women, so you get you get a variety of people. But it's awesome, man. Just take ten. It's like six, ten, fifteen, or twenty minutes out of your day, and just mm-hmm. chill. Like no, don't think about anything. Light an incense. Yes, incense. Do Come some yoga. It is really relaxing. I, I I would give it a shot. Like if you haven't, I know um, my wife. She's like, ah, I can't get into it. You just got to really? find the Vanessa right. Really, Vanessa doesn't like it. No, she can't get into it. She, I don't think she's found um, that voice that that she likes. Because mm. you do have to kind of like a certain voice. Like if you haven't True. meditated ever True. and you want somebody to instruct you through it, like you need to like find that voice soothing because if you don't it's not going to work True. but once you get into meditation and you can do it yourself where you're just sitting there and mm-hmm. put some instrumentals on and just yeah. go into your own little world oh man that's the best it's like hell yeah hell yeah so i wonder if vanessa maybe if she doesn't like the guided because yeah guided meditations are very you know helpful especially if you're new too but sometimes you're right like sometimes it's just the person's voice or i know that affects me so guided meditations i'm very picky on very picky on so i sometimes most most of the time it's it's just it's a noise it's just a nice calming you know crackling of fire or or water or waves or rain falling Uh, maybe has vanessa tried that your wife? Yeah, she she falls asleep to it, so okay, it works. Cool. cool, cool. Yeah. But um, I was gonna say, Headspace has a new Netflix series, and it's like eight episodes long, and each episode guides you through a meditation and oh, what that meditation helps with, and they got um a lot of visuals to go with it. So if you want to just chill one night, put one of those episodes on, and they got stuff like my background. Like yeah. all the little, like the swirls and things Ooh. like that, is dope. It's Wait, dope. what's it called? What's it called? It's called Headspace. It's called Headspace. Oh, on Netflix, called Headspace. You mm-hmm. know, I did see that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't watch it, but I saw that. I was like, oh, okay. I just like kind of clicked through it. You know what I'm standing for? I'm standing for all of the, um, like now you see way more of the like, of like calming, like like 
like um, fire crackling or move. Like there's one I love called moving art, which is just literally just like beautiful, beautiful landscapes and like, you know, travel photos and they have different themes and with different music to it. And it's so calming. I feel it like, is. I feel like a lot of us need like more of like a calm, like we're all so fucking like just, Ah, you know, from being inside it, for like over a year that like we need that calm. And now I see them catering to that. I see it everywhere. I see it on HBO Max, on Netflix, Hulu. Like it's good. It's I love it. Yeah, because they, they are looking into Zoom fatigue. So people are like done looking at screens, done looking at humans on screens. So they're offering you this. Like you can still have the screen on, but it's something calming, soothing, more to your liking. Right. So. Right. Or people, people like have to work and they want to put something on, but they don't want to have anything like that background on. Yeah. In the background. Yeah. So like, that's like a nice option. And that actually, I know, I know when I'm over here, you know, you know, under the high, under the high gray willow tree, you know, feeling really good after I smoked, you know, I'd be, I'd be putting on sometimes like at night, I'd be like, you know, I don't want to watch anything. Um, too high. I want to like just kind of like center myself and just like feel really relaxed. I'll put on moving art. Moving art is really pretty. Like that's the one that's just music and different beautiful photos. It's kind of like a planet Earth. You know, right, like right. planet Earth is another huge popular one where they're like, you know, that's that guy's awesome. voice. Well, wasn't it Will Smith um, that did the new one? On... He did. Yeah. Yeah. He did yeah. one of them. Yeah. Will Smith's been doing a lot of those. Like the. Yeah. Like the commentary, like the name, like, like it's just like those iconic voices that are just super soothing, you know, like the fucking, uh, like, um, you know, like, the, like, I mean, this is soothing or not more like very like, uh, distinct, like, you know, their voice, like Mufasa, like the man that plays Mufasa on like Lion King, like, you know, you know, um, James Earl Jones, you know, like his yeah, yeah. deep ass voice, like just those really iconic voices that are very soothing. Like what's the guy that, what's that British guy's name? Let's see. British, British soothing guy's name. But I feel like, <laughs> I feel like you, everyone wants that voice, right? Like you, you even as a, a person who has a podcast, like you have to have that certain voice that someone's going to say, all right, I'm going to listen to this lady for an hour. And and not get tired of her voice because true, true. Because honestly, like I worry about that too. I'm like, you guys are probably like, ugh, my voice is so annoying. I'm like, whatever. But you know, I don't. This is it is what it is. I'm not gonna fucking talk in a British accent, British accent <laughs> for you or anything like that. That wasn't British. I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, but but <laughs> I was like, that wasn't British. Stick stick to your normal voice, right? <laughs> Chris is that uh girl? Nah. Cut that shit out. That's not for you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, shout out to meditation. Cause shout out to like, yeah, bro. Like, and the thing is like, as you know, and the thing is like, I've been finding it. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Today I was in such a, like, it's raining outside today here in Chicago. It's so gloomy. It's my day off, but I'm just feeling so like my anxiety is on a thousand for some reason today. Yeah. It's it's on a thousand. I was so almost like in a mini depression state today. Didn't I was unmotivated. I was supposed to go, I was supposed to train pole. I was supposed to cook. I was, I mean, I am cooking, but like I'm not supposed to just be motivated. Just do everything around the house, get everything done. And I literally laid at the love sack and didn't move for like a few hours. I was just like, I can't. I can't. You need that some days, you know? I can't. Yeah, like, right? Even, even before I got on this episode, I did like at least five little yoga poses. Good. Took some deep breaths. Because, you know, you got to unwind from... I'm I'm at work from eight to four. So 
like you said, five o'clock. So I was like, you know what? What can I do real quick to just wind me down and let work go and start like this fun, cool, funny podcast? So yeah, meditation, man. Meditation and yoga is where it's at. Like if you need to just relax, if you if you don't want to give therapy a try because it's too much, do some yoga, some meditation. But I strongly encourage the trio, some therapy, meditation. There you go. And um, yoga. I'm going to start a podcast, therapy, meditation, and yoga. Hey, hey, <laughs> litty pity. Hey, no. Mental health, man. Self help for that ass. That's a lot of self help for that ass. I mean, yeah, I, I actually love that you stand for Headspace. I haven't, I use my, I use uh, Insight Timer, but I, I need to like try it because there's Calm, there's Headspace, there's all these different apps now. Whatever you guys need out there to encourage you to meditate and to um, make, to have self-love time, me time, self-care time, all that. Whatever you need to do. I love that this is becoming the norm. That's why I have this on the segment because I want to talk about it. I want to show people that it is normal, right? It is, and it yeah. Is not, you know, it's not unmanly or unsexy or whatever you want to call it. You know, um, it's something that we need as people. And it's something that I feel like I'm hoping that now I do see the collective mind kind of going that way, especially with seeing things like moving art and, um, you know, headspace and stuff on Netflix, things like that. That really does make a huge difference. So shout out to you for meditating, getting ready for this baby. Cause you know, you know, you won't need that meditation cause you got this baby coming, yo. My Good life's about to change. Coming. That's right. That's right. Christian going to be a whole ass daddy. Whole ass daddy. I think it's so exciting. I'm so happy. It is. It is. I'm excited. Little Benjamin. Little Benjamin. Little Benjamin. I don't know. I, I didn't say the name because I don't know if you want to. I said it. I said it. Yeah. Yet. Okay, cool. I leaked I'm it. I know Kim Kardashian ain't the, the, the U.S. Weekly is not going to post my story. I'm just, or nothing. I'm just trying to say. <laughs> some people, though, you know, I don't listen. Like some people like with their children, they just want to. No, I don't want you to. Say that, you're right. You're right. Because right. I've done that. And I've been like, my bad. I didn't even realize that, you know, like I've like posted photos of like my niece. And I didn't know that that was like still not going to be out yet. Yeah. And I just didn't need I didn't mean to. But I was like, oh. Let me just wait. Yeah. So yeah, Don't. Benjamin, baby Benjamin, we cannot wait for you to join us. Cannot wait. Don't post. Don't post my baby till he's, you know, <laughs> at age where he could give consent. So 18. right. Ah, no, he didn't. <laughs> we got this baby. Be like, Daddy, who said you could post a photo of me in my in, naked? What the fuck? Yeah, come on now, Daddy. That ain't right. Little, bubble, little bubbles covering the little area. Right, <laughs> right, Daddy. I didn't consent to that. Oh hell no! Come on. Oh, Yo, I can't. I can't. Well, we got to think about do? that. What was that? You got? You said you got to think about that. <laughs> we do though in de- dead ass in today's world because just shit. We have to because everything now. I mean, in a sense, it, the the world has gotten very sensitive, very sensitive. But it's also something that I feel like is needed too because like. We've been wilding. Awareness. Awareness. Right. Awareness. We've been wilding. Okay. I mean, even watching just old like sitcoms from like the 90s, they'd be problematic as fuck. Okay. (laughs) Some of them did not age well. Okay. They did not age well. Like, I wonder how Broad City's going to age. You know what? I think, I think it's going to, I don't know, because like my, my, like, again, my son's going to be born into it. If we have it playing around the house, he might like maybe this is going to be one of his like, Oh my, that's my parents classic. You know what I mean? Right. So 
He'll, I he could probably be talking about that with his friends. Like, man, my dad watches this problematic ass show <laughs> with two women. You know what I mean? Like, we don't even know what life's going to be like. I know. I mean, like, God, isn't that so, man. I, I Yeah, because like back in the, like for me, it was like, you know, it was like shows like, you know, fucking. Well, I mean, like, well, I watched like Fresh Prince and like Martin. Family Prince. Matters, yeah, Fresh you know, Prince. Yeah. Um, what was that? Like, uh. What's that other show with the San Francisco and the three dudes and the three little girls with Oh yeah, um, what is that? Full house and shit? Full house, yeah, yeah. Yeah, full house and shit. Full yeah, house. there's all sorts of fucking but like Living single. Living like, motherfucking single. Yeah, all the fucking All those shows. All those shows. All those shows. I mean, like they some of them aged okay. Some no, I think all uh it's just like Martin was problematic as fuck. He that, that nigga was problematic as fuck. But I still love the show Martin. I, I stand. So <laughs> if you watch it now, you're like, damn, Martin was problematic. He'd be talking about trans people and gay people. Yeah. All sorts of shit. It, I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay. <laughs> this didn't age well. <laughs> not at all. Anyways, Christian, you have been amazing i just want to say thank you so much for joining us on the show this guys was just a little fun show i wanted to have christian on i wanted to just like like i said the today's been like look so this was great to just kind of like shoot the shit talk to christian about broad city about the show we both really love i hope you guys enjoyed it. if you guys don't watch the show you know try to get into it watch a few episodes it's really funny um but yeah i really appreciate you coming on the show you are hilarious to me and i could just talk to christian about anything so i was like christian let's just you know let's just talk about broad city it's fun let's do it yeah so thanks for having me you know your your podcast is awesome to listen to have you on it you're you're my background noise (laughs) yeah and now you're gonna be on it you're gonna be the background noise oh my goofy come ass up. voice. <laughs> come up, come up. I did pick a quote of the day, just a little something. I mean, it's not something like too serious, but I just thought it was a fun quote. Kind of like talked about, like it kind of like made me think of like the show and like and what these women embody. So the quote of the day is, if you feel like there's something out there that you're supposed to do, if you have a passion for it, then stop wishing and just do it. And that was by Wanda Sykes, who was also on Broad City. She actually did make a cameo in that show. She played, uh, she did play Abby's boss in once in uh, when Abby was working for that, like, what was it, advertising or something like that? Agents. She was, yeah. yeah Wanda Sykes played her, her played her uh, her boss, and that was the episode where they went with your background with all the little like with when they took those shrooms and shit the shrooms yeah. yeah and she had to go she had to go do the run an errand for wanda sykes her boss um and she was like high as fuck and ended up killing her cat so horrible um <laughs> i was like oh when the cat died i was like oh holy shit georgie yeah. no i know i'm like georgie so yeah that's a little just a little quote of the day um thanks guys for joining us again this week on another episode of kimbology as always subscribe or follow us on apple Podcasts, spotify uh M- what is it amazon music or amazon podcast google podcast all that other other all that all that all that stitcher all that all that youtube watch us on the visuals if you have any questions shout out to me on twitter or instagram kimbology podcast all this is in the show notes Thanks again for listening and watching. Christian, you're an awesome guy. Love you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Tim, for having me. And that's it, guys. See you next week. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. Well, shoot the damn dog.